Welcome to the Trends in Automation podcast, brought to you by Festo. Festo can change the way you work with innovative and intelligent automation solutions, enabling your business to thrive in this rapidly changing environment. Hello, my name is Darren O'Driscoll, and I am Product Market Management for Festo North America. In this episode, I will be discussing MagSwitch automation products now distributed by Festo North America with our guest, Joe Sirik, who is the president of MagSwitch Automation Company. Hi, Joe. Thanks for joining me today. Darren, thanks for having me. So good to be on this podcast today. Uh, really looking forward to this conversation. Well, it's great to hear your voice. Um, I think a great place for us to start is really explaining, you know, in your words, why do you think the collaboration between MagSwitch and Festo makes sense? Oh, boy, you're a tough one right out of the gate for me, Darren. I like that. Um, you know, it, it makes sense because Festo and MagSwitch are both leaders in our in our in respective environments. Um, Festo is obviously a, a global automation source provider. And when we looked at the Festo lineup, we kind of saw a, a gap. Festo surprisingly didn't have a magnetic gripping device within your lineup. Uh, MagSwitch is, is considered the global leader in innovative solutions and in magnetic single-sided gripping. So I think 14, 16 months ago when we started talking about this, we kicked it off and said, hey, we're pretty good at what we do. We know you're really good at what you do. Uh, we need a global source. Uh, we'd like to partner with you guys and see if you know we can't go places together because we're in the same buildings, we're in the same factories, we're in the same areas. Uh, let's work together and and try and and innovate new things and and revolutionize uh, the way things are done within the automation industry. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know start from a logical perspective and say, Joe, tell us a little bit about the history of MagSwitch. How did it start, and how long has the company been in business? Oh boy, so you know the origin story is always a good one, and ours is pretty unique. Uh, it started on a beach in Australia with a German physicist, a retired German physicist, and our current owners. Um, this guy comes up in a car with a yellow surfboard strapped to the roof, and he went up and twisted two little things, and magically the surfboard was off. He goes surfing, uh, comes back to the car, puts it on top of the roof, and does something. And our current uh, ownership like approached him and said, hey, how, is, how are you doing that? And... He said, oh, this is my MagSwitch invention. So uh, a, a partnership was formed there. Our ownership is Australian. And MagSwitch started with uh, holding surfboards to the roof of cars on an Australian beach. In 2009, uh, our current CEO came over from Australia, established the corporation in Colorado. Uh, we have offices in, in Detroit, Michigan, uh, Ingolstadt, Germany, a wholly owned factory in Hangzhou, China, and representation pretty much around the globe and now for sure around the globe everywhere Festo is. So, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. There's no question. And I've heard, I've heard the term, I've heard the term disruptor technology used to describe the mag switch automation products. Can you, can you explain what that means? 
Absolutely. Um, you know, the, the disruptive word is kind of a, a cliche word lately with the invention or the advent of, of companies like Airbnb and Netflix and Uber. You know, they, they've changed the way things were done. By definition, a disruptive company uproots the established way of doing things with a revolutionary product or service that spawns a new way to do things. Uh, and, and while by no means is a magnet revolutionary or new, the way we do things is disrupting or changing the way our customers do things. So the mag switch is a, a permanent rare earth magnet that can turn on and off. And that is unique. And we're changing the way things are done. So how is a magnetic gripper different from more traditional types of end effectors like vacuum and mechanical or electric grippers you see today? Well, so the, the MagSwitch magnetic gripping system, um, our tools uh, are single-sided work holding. So we're not a, a clamp. There's not two pieces that have to grip each other. Um, our tools are are unique in changing the way things are done and the fact that our actuation time is around 250 milliseconds. So that's 250 milliseconds to turn it on, 250 milliseconds to turn it off. When we're in the on state, it is a fail-safe device, meaning it can't be turned off or it won't turn itself off until it is told to turn off, um, unlike maybe a Venturi suction cup that if compressed air was lost, the vacuum would eventually leave and the part may fall. Uh, mag switch on is, is fail safe on. You can remove all media, compressed air, or in case of our electrically actuated tools, uh, electricity, and they will never turn off. Um, we are, so we're quick, we're safe, we're small uh, because we're single-sided gripping. Uh, we like to say uh, that we can kiss the part, whereas a, a gripper system or a clamping system has to clamp around the part. If you're thinking maybe a hood of a car or a roof of a car, the, there's no holes, save for maybe a sunroof, but uh, that gripping system would have to hug all the way around the part with a mag switch system. You know, we affectionately like to tell everybody we kiss the part. So when we can grab that roof or that hood in the middle of the part, our end of arm tool is small, our robot is smaller, our floor, floor space is smaller, our actuation time is faster, our cycle time is then shorter, and ultimately the long-term cost of ownership for our mutual customers is less. Well, that's a lot to consider. Um, how do mag switch groupers differentiate from other magnetic grippers in the market? Because mag switch is not the only company providing magnetic grippers, right? Absolutely. Um, so the mag switch gripper is unique in that, uh, to my knowledge, we are the only permanent rare earth magnetic gripper that can turn completely off. So we have actually two magnets inside each mag switch and, and they operate with or against each other, uh, creating a very strong field or negating the field to zero. Um, uh, electromagnetism uh, over time will build up a residual magnetism and will attract particulate and sometimes not even let go of the part. Um, Push-pull magnets are just a, a permanent magnet at the end of a cylinder that pushes them toward the part or pulls away from the part. Uh, over time, they'll attract particulate. They never really turn off. We always turn off. So we're, we're clean. Uh, because we also have two magnets inside every mag switch, we have twice the holding force. 
So size for size, if you compare any mag switch to any push pull or any permanent electric magnet, we will be stronger. Um, and because of our unique technology within the construction of our magnets, we are absolutely superior on thin sheet metal. So if we think body shop, automotive, or um, thin metal white goods, dishwashers, refrigerators, things like that, mag switch magnetism, mag switch tools excel on thin sheet metal. So the the switch in the mag switch isn't just a clever idea. It really is a it really is a switch. Yeah, it's it's game changing, revolutionary, patent pending, um, and it 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 is what separates us from you know, I, I like to joke about the Mickey Mouse magnet on the end of an actuator, which is what has typically been used in in industry. And again, we're trying to change that. We're trying to disrupt the suction cup guys, the clamp guys, the old permanent magnet guys, and and get into the new way of doing things um, in a lot of different industries. So you, you bring me to the next topic, which is, you know, what type of applications would you say the mag switch automation products really excel? Well, I, you know, there, there's a bunch, but I think the easy ones for everybody to kind of to grasp are any material handling. So pick and place operations of, of ferrous sheet metal. Uh, and that could be from the stamping facility all the way to the assembly facility, whether it's cars or, or, or dishwashers, right? Um, one of the great things we've really excelled in recent months has been in bin picking. So whether it's billets or crankshafts or camshafts, um, you, you put a robot with a guidance system and a mag switch tool on the end of it, and you will guaranteed increase your efficiency over that same system with a, a finger gripper or a clamping system. A single-sided work holding in vision guided bin picking is the way to go full stop. Uh, an, another area that we're starting to see a, a rampant uh, acceleration is, is actually in fixturing. So when an operator or a robot loads a part, uh, instead of having the clamps and the pins and everything shoot, we just have magnets that they look the same when they're on and they look the same when, when they're off. And because there's no moving parts, now you're in a safer environment. So if it's an operator load station, maybe with clamp arms, because the moving pieces, you had to have six foot light screens with mag switch, single sided work holding, you may only need three foot light screens. So now you've shaved cycle time, you've shaved ergonomic walk paces for your operator. I mean, everyone's happy. It's a win-win. So that those are a few of the easy ones off the top of my head. Well, so with, you know, such a, a broad range <laughs> of benefits, um, you know, user operator benefits and also applications, just how broad is the MagSwitch automation product range? Whew, Darren, it's, uh, it's growing, it seems, every week, which is a good thing for us. Um, so the, the MagSwitch product range is generally defined by the size of the magnet in terms of millimeters, the, the size of the of the magnetic hockey puck inside. So we have magnets from 15 millimeters all the way up to 110 millimeters. Um, and so we're, we're capable of picking up a paper clip all the way to maybe the side of a ship, a vessel. We're, we're big in ship uh, building and the, and the Gulf Coast as well as the Atlantic Coast. So the range is there. Um, we offer both uh, pneumatic and electrically actuated products. Um, so uh, basically, 
if you have a Ferris steel handling application, be sure to reach out to uh, to your Fresto representative and have a look at the MagSwitch product lineup. Nicely put. You mentioned that MagSwitch offers both pneumatic and electrically actuated products. Where would you use one over the other for magnetic gripping? Ooh, good question. Um, first, I just want to take this time to clarify that MagSwitch does not produce electric magnets. We are electrically actuated magnets, so think like servo kind of thing. Um, in general, the pneumatic tools, again, 15 millimeters all the way up to 110 millimeters, small magnet to jumbo magnet, are for simple installations, for simple processes, uh, maybe uh, ergonomic hoists, things where it, it's just, uh, I don't want to say budget, but maybe it, it's con it's budget conscious applications. The electric, uh, actu electrically actuated mag switch is is the ferrari of magnetic single-sided tools it's it requires no compressed air it has onboard intelligence it can tell you if you have one part or two part if you have a weld nut on your part or you don't have a weld nut on your part it is it the, the bells and whistles are all there um so those are used in, in a lot of the fixture things we talked about or just in applications where maybe a, a shop doesn't have compressed air available or Maybe in a large-scale OEM that wants to reduce their carbon footprint, go green, and not have the compressed air bill anymore. Uh, so, you know, in the end, you can get from point A to point B. You can grab the part either way. It's just whether you want to do it pneumatically or electrically. What about the implementation or installation of a mag switch gripper? Is it any different than conventional pneumatic or electric grippers? You know, when we talk about installation or implementation of a mag switch, I think we have to go all the way back to the very beginning when we talk about design. When we're designing in the mag switch into our end of arm tools or into our automation solution, we want to we want to make sure everybody knows that a mag switch looks the same whether it's on or off. So if your customer requires kinematics and you have to show a clamp open and a clamp closed and you have to design the bottom side of the clamp and the top side of the clamp, None of that happens in the mag switch world. You literally just pull it off out of the cloud, put it in your design, and boom, you're done. Mm -hmm. So you're saving hours of design time uh, with single-sided work holding in, in the mag switch product. When we get into the installation and implementation, it's it's very similar to suction cups or clamps. You're, you're going to have a valve, typically a three-way five-position center exhausted valve, two fittings, and some air hose. Uh, it turns on, it turns off. Uh, you arguably wouldn't know whether it's on or whether it's off until you connect the, the, the sensor switches, just like you would on a clamp. Um, so that's the pneumatic product in, in the electrically actuated um, model. Uh, it's as simple as screwing in an M12 connector and then connecting the other end to your control bus. So uh, not difficult, but again, it goes back to design and you know the the Festo team as well as the MagSwitch team is happy to work with anybody on implementing the proper design and selecting the proper MagSwitch tools for your application. No, and that's and it's perfect because you know it really sounds like even for our customers, there's no huge learning curve with this product if they're used to either dealing with you know pneumatic or electric actuation. They sh they already have a lot of the tools for the implementation. Absolutely. You know, everyone's played with a magnet from kindergarten to third grade. Uh, ours just happens to be a little bit more advanced and, and some more bells and whistles. But, you know, if you can put a magnet on a piece of steel, you're not going to have difficulty implementing the tools. 
Beautiful. With with uh, with traditional mechanical grippers, you know, you, you typically need gripping fingers. Um, you know, I think of vacuum pumps and vacuum generators. Of course, you need vacuum cups. You know, do mags which magnetic grippers have a, a similar need? I wouldn't call it a need, but I will, I'll say we have a benefit. So every magnet has a north pole and a south pole. Every mag switch has a north pole and a south pole. On those north poles and south poles, we have this very unique piece of, of metal called a pole shoe. Uh, it's a piece of steel that slaps to the side of the mag switch, and that shoe is the conduit for the flux that goes into the part. The beauty about the shoe is it can be machined to any surface. So no longer does a magnet or a mag switch have to land on a perfectly flat material to, to work effectively. We can machine the pole shoe to any shape, any contour, and now we're going to get single-sided gripping, strong force, as well as, as some locating features. You may now be able to locate your part in X and Y, maybe X, Y, and Z, if uh, if it's machined to the tolerances you need. So, you know, when we when we talk about billet picking, I was really happy about, uh, you know, the bin picking of billets, round pieces. Historically, a magnet would be terrible on a round cylinder cylinder of steel. But now with pole shoes, we can machine that curve into the pole shoe. The flux will travel through the mag switch, into the shoe, into the billet, and give you absolute gripping strength. So it, it, it's amazing. And, and, you know, in terms of uh, a factory or an automation assembly line, you can have one part number, you know, the Festo Mag Switch AR50 2.0, and just make different pole shoes for each one. So in terms of, of commodities and spare part management, it's super easy. So it sounds like the pole shoe is, is really a benefit as well. You know, it's not an, it, it is required, but it sounds like a benefit, a feature of the Meg Switch product. You know, it really is a game changer. Uh, and, you know, there aren't, um, I don't believe there's anybody else that's actually doing the pole shoe technology the way we do it. Um, we have some patents pending on, on the things that we do. And, and there's there's little tricks of the trade that, uh, you know, your local Festo representation and uh, and MagSwitch guys can help you with in terms of pole shoes. So uh, take it as a as a bonus freebie adder that helps your um, application come to life with the advent of uh, single sided magnetic gripping. With all this good stuff, can, can you highlight any cautions that we should identify when applying a magnetic gripper? Yes. Um, in general, um, there's two things that kill a magnet, heat and vibration. Uh, we'll start with the easy one because we've already solved it. Vibration. Uh, the, the, mag the makeup, the mineral, the, the periodic table of elements that we use in our mag switch magnets, we've eliminated the vibration issue. Um, we can prove that by the fact that mag switch magnets live in the bottom half of, you know, thousand ton progressive die stamping presses. Uh, that are getting hit, uh, you know, every two seconds. Doosh, doosh, doosh. That's a lot of vibration. The magnets have lasted, you know, I think we're going on four years now in some of these presses. So vibration is not an issue. The other big one is heat. Um, you know, you take that magnet off your refrigerator that's holding your son or daughter's A-plus paper that everyone's proud of, and you throw it in the oven for 20 minutes at 200 degrees, and it's no longer a magnet. Um, we We want our... You know, when we deploy these in applications, we need to be careful of, of temperature. Um, MagSwitch does offer high temperature variants of almost all of our products. So we have the capability of holding material up to 300 degrees centigrade. 
we've had a, a great uh, success in the hot forming world. After it comes out of the forming press, we can we can handle those parts magnificently. Um, there there are, are other applications like gas metal arc welding. Magnetic flux in the presence of a magnetic field can and oftentimes does affect the performance of your arc welding equipment. Um, MagSwitch has software available where we can predict uh, where the flux goes, where the magnetic field will be, and by proper tool selection and pole shoe design, we can pretty much guarantee uh, that we can keep the magnetic field out of your weld path in the gas metal arc welding world. Uh, magnetism has no effect on resistant spot welding. Um, in fact, some studies have shown that the presence of a magnetic field during the formation of a nugget in a resistant spot weld is actually a good thing. So um, we don't have to worry about vibration and we can solve the heat problem. Uh, if you have an application, just you know, contact your local festival representative and uh, we'll get in touch. We'll work with with the customer and make sure that the application is sound and safe and select the proper mag switch tool. Well, that's great. Um, I mean, thanks, Joe. Is there anything left to be said about mag switch automation products? Ooh, there's always something to be said when you're talking to me, Darren. I could go on and on. Uh, really pretty passionate about uh, the mag switch uh, product lineup and our, and our Festo partnership. Um, you know, if we're going to summarize again, we, we, you know, we're disruptive. We're trying to change the way things are done. And historically, things have always been done with clamps, grippers, and suction cups. This is a new way to do things. Uh, mag switch end effectors are fast, 250 milliseconds. They're safe, fail safe. Uh, they enable smaller designs. They enable faster design time. Uh, oftentimes you can use a smaller robot because you have a smaller end of arm tool because you're kissing and not hugging. Uh, ultimately, uh, the MagSwitch product can save the customer time. And time, as we know, is money. So when we're saving money, everybody's happy. You know, the, the hurdle to overcome is um, old school mindsets, the old paradigm. And a lot of times we have to deal with the engineering guidelines or the standards book, which means we have to get to the right people at the right time. And, you know, I personally am happy to talk to anybody that uh, needs to learn or wants to learn more about MagSwitch. And I know the Festo guys are all on board with that, too. So uh, we just need to get find some imaginative, some creative people who are willing to change the way things have been done it's not risk taking because it's been proven everywhere we just need we need uh trendsetters you know if we go back to the disruptive thing i don't want to take all our time here but you know everybody thinks henry ford was the inventor of the automobile right not so carl benz in 1886 actually created the first motorized carriage if you will but henry ford disrupted the auto industry with the adventation of the assembly line in 1913. So we need to find uh, the customers that want to change the way things are done. Well, that, I, I, that summed it up beautifully, Joe. And, and thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, this I think was extremely informative and, uh, and your answers were exceptional. So uh, I guess I would say thanks, Joe. And it was my and, pleasure. 
Hey, no, thank you very much. And and of course, to to our listeners, thanks for listening to this episode of Trends in Automation brought to you by Festo. Check out our other episodes on Podbean and remember to subscribe to our channel so you always get the latest information on the newest trends in automation. Thank you for listening to the Trends in Automation brought to you by Festo. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and stay up to date on future episodes. You can now listen on iTunes, Google Play, and various podcast platforms. For more information on this and more, please visit Festo.com. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.